Today's episode is presented by Spotify. You can now stream the all-new second season of Amy Schumer Presents, Three Girls, One Keith. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Views, the podcast where, Jason, you have a band-aid on your arm. What's with that? Yeah, I had a physical today. Oh, that's rough. It's rough? Rough. I meant to say rough. It's rough and rough. Yeah. What is rough? Well, rough, rough, is- rough, is, rough is when a bro has it rough. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was rolling intro music. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, what's up, guys? Uh, this is the Views Podcast. I'm 22. Jason, how old are you? Uh, something like uh, 45. Something around there. Yeah. Give or take uh, 15 years. Something right around there. Um, yes. Yeah, so what's up? What's happening? What's new? Oh, you know, I want to I want to start the show by saying you're like, you're really smart. Like you're 22. <laughs> sure. And you're very smart. Like you're very wise. Like you, you, you like. I know. How, I know. This is going to end with me being a fucking idiot. This is yeah, it is. Can I, can I, can I, this is how you're gonna go like this. You're gonna go. You're a really smart guy. You're a really smart guy. You're honestly one of the smartest guys I've ever met. Yeah. But sometimes you can be a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. No, like no you're not an idiot. This is this is a different story. Oh, this is just a compliment. Yeah. You're really smart. You're 22. You're really good at pranks. You pull off these amazing pranks. That, like you mastermind all kinds of things. And um and this is a case where do you think you're the smartest guy in the room most of the time? Oh, is this the end of the question? Yeah. No. Sometimes? I think smartest and like street smart are two different things. I definitely don't think I'm the most intellectual. Like I don't, I don't know a lot about anything really because I don't like read or I don't like really get out much or like know anything about politics. Right. This but, is a case like, where you are so smart, you talked yourself out of a Ferrari 458. What do you mean? I don't want to bring this up. Why? I do not want to bring this up. <laughs> Why not? Because it literally fucked me the other day. I don't. I don't. I can't believe it. you did that. You were so fucking dumb. I don't want to bring. this Why up. Why did you do that? I don't want to bring this up. I think it's a great podcast topic. I want to stop talking about it now. David was in the car. I want to stop talking the about other this. day. No, genuinely. Please. And Trisha was in the back, and Natalie was there too, I think. And David goes, "So, Trisha." Um, oh God! I should have told you not to bring this up. Why? Because I just don't want to. I think it's a great po- no. Why not? I don't it's know. so funny. It, it, it fucked with me so hard. Why? It's so funny. It's not funny. And so basically, David said to Trisha, I know you're going to surprise me with That's a not Ferrari. What I said. That's okay, not then what did you say? I said, I literally, I, I, we were sitting in the car, and I go, Are you still surprising me with that 458 yeah. for Christmas? <laughs> Ferrari 458. And I said as a joke, I always say random things in the car when there's nothing to be said. And she goes, This, guys, I want to start crying thinking about it. You're a fucking <laughs> asshole for bringing this up. She goes, she goes, did Jason tell you? <laughs> and I literally, I fucking, I got so pissed. I, I was like, what? And she's like, did Jason tell you that I'm getting you a Ferrari for Christmas? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, she, and I'm like, you're what? And she's like, oh, and she's like, did he tell you? And I'm like, no, he didn't fucking tell me, Trisha. He didn't tell me. And it was such a crazy moment. Because I've never, I, I haven't brought this up to anyone. I, I brought this up to Natalie after, yeah. after the situation. And I'm like, do me a favor and never, ever bring that up again. <laughs> like, don't ever say it. Don't ever say it. And I ruined my surprise because Trisha fucked it up. You fucked it up. There, Jason. That's J- your fault. Jason, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, I am out of my mind. I work with you. <laughs> no. Who fucked that up? Natalie, come on. Be honest. Be honest. David, right you know. Mic. Natalie, come to the mic and tell me who fucked it up. Natalie, come here. Come here. As my assistant, this is your job for the next two minutes. 
Okay, be and be honest. I don't care what Natalie's. You, you can say me. I'm holding the mic. I think it was mutual. No, no, Natalie, Natalie. I mean, Trisha. Sh- David, you know that Trisha is like. You, you all, if you known. joke with her, she's very literal. So if you say something, she'll be like, "Really?" Like I could say, "Like I was, I had sex with an alien this morning." She'd be like, "What?" <laughs> Really? You know what I mean? You know how literal she is. And you've done that for me to me before where you've said things I don't, and you've ruined surprises. That's your fault, 100%. It is not my fault, and bro. How would I even ever assume that someone would buy me a Ferrari for Christmas? <laughs> because, are you crazy? Because, because you are very smart and you know how YouTube works and you know how people think. And you know that like, I did not ask, that's a great video. But I would never- You know that. Bro, I, I literally just- You're the most savvy YouTube person here. I just, the, I, asked that, I asked that question because it was so absurd and ridiculous. I didn't ask it because I was trying to ruin a surprise. Be honest. Are you crazy? There wasn't a little part of you that thought Trisha would do that. No, li- no, no, not a single part of me. You think I would have asked that if there was a little part of me that thought? I was like, can I, how do I take that back? I was like, I literally, I, I, I got out of my car. I pulled the car over and I was well, like. I guess you're not that smart. I was like, how can I go fucking back? I've never been in a situation where I'm like, let me go back in time. Please, please. What have I done? What have I done to fuck myself this hard? I'm so glad you did because I, I was like, I, I'm like, you can't spend $260,000 on David. You just can't. And then she goes, then she's like, she's like, she's like, why? I'm like, you can buy a house with that money. I'm like, you need to buy. She's like, I don't want a fucking house. I don't want, she's like, we're not getting married. She's like, we're not living together. So somehow I think it's like punishing me too in some way. I hate this. I hate this. I'm so, I literally want to cry right now. Like, look, look at my, look at me. Well, like, that's, the, that's the other things that are going on in your life. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, dude, I was broken when I heard that. I was oh, like, you wouldn't have taken a Ferrari from her anyway. I wouldn't have, but the gesture would be amazing. And I'd, and I'd give her, you know, I'd give her all the money that it takes to actually give it, give it to me like properly. Oh my God. Shouldn't have done it. Oh, well, well, moving on. You're an asshole. <laughs> And Trisha, if you're listening to this, I, I really, really, really appreciate it. I really do. But, but please, next time I say something crazy, just know that I'm making shit up. It, like it's, uh, I would never try to ruin a surprise like that on purpose. Walk outside at the driveway right now. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Come with me. Take a look outside. Look out the window. No, stop. I'm so <laughs> sad. Okay, so yeah. So that was, that, this, was a, this was a serious thing. I, I thought that I was ruined, pretty funny. I ruined the surprise. And it I filled was, six minutes. I was about to get a free Ferrari 458. Well, you never know. You might still get it. Yeah, well, I, I fucked myself. That, that, I, I don't want to talk about it ever again. Can this be the last time? Can we, <laughs> can we genuinely drop it? Yeah, I promise. Okay. And I'm, yeah. I know I'm, maybe I'm being like overdramatic, but it's just like, can you imagine like you wanting something so bad and then someone almost giving it to you for free and, yeah. the, and then you just, you fuck yourself over yeah. by guessing it? I can't imagine it. It's crazy. It's classic you. <laughs> it's just <laughs> insane. It's insane. Well, it's okay. It's not, it's not the end of the world. It's very close to it. <laughs> this is how I imagine it. Um, did you have some ghosts in here the other night? We did. We had ghosts here the other day. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love when people have ghosts. It feels like everyone in LA has ghosts. Well, I, I, don't, I don't believe in ghosts. I think it was just, it was just kind of like a mess up. Okay. Um, so our friend Scott surprised me with a bunch of candles. And um, not a bunch. He surprised me with a bunch of candles. He surprised me by changing my house into a haunted house. So he's he, he set up a bunch of candles around. It was like very spooky yeah. and whatever. I went to bed. Spiderwebs on the treadmill. Spiderwebs on the treadmill. The whole thing was Halloween custom. Whatever. It was fun. Uh, and then 
I, I went to bed. It was like 4 a.m. because I, I just got done posting my vlog. And I went around the room. It was dark, pitch black. And I blew out all the candles. Um, um, because, and I could see the candles because they were lighting up because it was pitch black in my house. Like I, I had all the lights off so I can see the candles because I didn't want the house to burn down. So I blew them all out. And, and then the next morning we woke up and two of the candles were on. Completely on. And Natalie was like, and Natalie was like, why'd you light the candle so early in the morning? And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? I didn't light any candles. And then, and then we, and then we looked at the candles. They were on. And I mean, that's, that's about it. Did anyone see you blow the candles out? Jason, I stood right over the candle and I blew it out. Sometimes I, you I, blow I even, it out and it comes back on. No, I blew it out and I played with the wax too. <laughs> like it, it was 4am and I blew it out. Smoke came up and then I stuck my finger in the wax because I thought it was fine. Huh. That's how I remember I did it. And then the next morning, it, it, two of them were on. Man. And they were like one of those like Jesus candles that like a lot of families have. Yeah. That has like a special message on the back that has like a prayer on the back. Did your parents send you that? No, it was Scott. I already told you. Oh, Scott, no, they came from Scott. <laughs> um, and stop trying to dissect these things. <laughs> so your parents must be involved. <laughs> must be the relationship with them. The ghosts are here. Um, yeah, I mean, the love you didn't get as a child. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's not. It's not much of a not much of a story. But it was. It was very mm. thrilling at the time. Is that your first uh, experience with ghosts in this house? No, I've I've uh, I've hooked up with ghosts. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, no. We've definitely had like weird encounters, right? What, what happened? Like, did you call call her the next day? Or no, I'm <laughs> no. We've had weird encounters with like spirits, but like I, you know, I think it's all fucking bullshit. Well, how do you explain it? Well, how do I, ex I don't know. The other day I was like, I was like, if there's a ghost in here, I was just sitting in my room alone and I was like, if there's a ghost in here, I want you to stab me in my sleep. <laughs> 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 Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And, like, and I told him, I was like, I don't, want, I don't want it to be like a painful stab. I just want it to be like, yeah. that's it. Like One just, clean stab. Like clean, like stab me in the heart. Yeah. I probably will think it's a bad dream. Yeah. I'll wake up maybe for three seconds of pain I'm out. And nothing happened. I woke up the next morning and I was back to this. <laughs> I, I woke up I woke I woke up next morning with a text from you and honestly it was kinda like I got stabbed. <laughs> like fuck, I'm still here working with this guy. Seriously, what's going on with you? You you uh you've been talking about that lately. You're you're kinda you're yeah, going through something. I had a breakdown the other day. Um, I don't know. Tell I'm everybody. Well, I'm. I, I want like get too much into it because I, I got a, I, I got a text the other day from Natalie. Can you come over here and talk to David? <laughs> Which never happens. Yeah. And and after the streamies, congratulations, David, on your streamy wins. After the streamies, we came into the room here, and David was still editing his vlog, and Joe was sitting down, and I was sitting down, and David just goes, "I've never heard him say this before." He goes, "Guys." <laughs> I'm sorry that I yell at you sometimes. <laughs> Joe and I were like, Joe and I both look up from our laptops. I was actually high. I didn't have a laptop. Joe looks up. Joe has his... <laughs> I was high. So I was like, did I just hear that right? <laughs> Meanwhile, David's working. I'm smoking pot outside. And Joe just looks up from his laptop and he looks at me and he's like, Joe doesn't know what to do. And we, and we both got so uncomfortable. We were like, oh my God, he's... He's, he's apologizing, but he, he wasn't yelling. He hasn't yelled at us in a while. <laughs> but he definitely has. <laughs> and then I think I apologize for yelling at you. Um, no. Um, yeah, I just had a, I'm, I don't want to get in too much into it, but I did have a little bit of a breakdown. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that. I know. You uh, can't say to everybody, I don't want to get too much into it, but well, it, my life is falling apart. <laughs> no, it was, um, it was it, honestly, the root of my problem is I'm really being fucked on my YouTube channel. And I, I said this, uh, I said this, 
I don't want to keep because I talk about this every tell, podcast. Tell what's what's. I don't. I don't want. I'll get you into can't that. Can't go on, into it because no, reasons. I don't want to get into it yet, but I'll, I'll talk about it on my YouTube channel. I, I'm making. I am making maybe one twentieth of what I used to be making on my channel. I mean, I am making so many. Like I can't afford the videos I'm making anymore. Like even like it's it's like even getting a party bus now is like. I mean, I still make a, I still make a ton of money other other places. Yeah. Like I'm not hurting for money, but like I'm just saying like if the videos were the only things paying for the videos, yeah, then I wouldn't be able to afford them. There's no way. But mm-hmm. I'm lucky, and I and I sell a lot of merch. I have this podcast. I um I do a bunch of brand deals, so everything's good. But like I just feel really underappreciated. Trisha in the and I try world. to pay for David when we go places now. Like we go to Pinkberry. Yeah, the, we, we the, pick up his Pinkberry. I threw him some money day, for the party buzz. The other day we went to Olive Garden and I was like, I forgot my wallet at home. <laughs> and I was I was genuine. I was being genuine. And I'm like, oh wait, Natalie, because Natalie came with us with me and Trisha to Olive Garden. And I'm like, wait, Natalie, don't you have don't you have my business card? We can just use that. And she's like, yeah, I left it in the car. And then I was like, uh, on second thought. Just leave it in the car. <laughs> and then Trisha grabbed dinner. <laughs> oh my god! Um, no, but it's it's not it's not. I, I uh, this is the last thing I'm gonna say, and then I want to leave it because it's just like it's whatever. Um, I just I just feel kind of underappreciated um, on YouTube from from the whole system. I right. guess I just feel like I'm getting fucked by the system, not by like you guys. Like you guys show me so much love and I get so much support, but like by the actual like you know monetary aspect of YouTube. I feel like I'm being really underappreciated uh-huh. and it really sucks. Like I said before, I'm like the sixth highest earning person in my friend group when it comes to just YouTube. Right. And I'm getting, you know, quadruple the views of, of other people. So it's kind of weird. Whatever. Who cares? Um, I don't want to get into that. Let's get into more fun stuff like ZipRecruiter because ZipRecruiter <laughs> is our... It, 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 Let's it, not it, talk about the most interesting thing going on this well, year. I, honestly, <laughs> I'm... Let's read an ad. <laughs> I, I'm probably going to have to start using ZipRecruiter um, <laughs> to find myself a job. Um, there are job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through. That's not smart. There are job sites that make you f- wait for the right candidates to apply to your job. Also not smart. You know what's not smart? Using your relatives to fill in at work while you're looking for staff. You know what's not smart? Making the lottery the centerpiece of your retirement plan. <laughs> but you know what is smart? Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Nash to hire the right person. Guys, I don't have to get into it, but if you're if you're if you're if you're trying to get people to work for you or you're looking for a job, ZipRecruiter is amazing. It it pairs you with the right people with the right resumes. It's amazing. It's powerful. It has really good matching technology that scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the US. That's incredible. Um, and right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Nash. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Nash. ZipRecruiter.com slash Nash. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Uh, I want to get into something. Go ahead. This, is, this, is, this also has kind of like a little bit, um, a little bit of, the, of my breakdown. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I've, just, I've just been so fed up recently with like the empty promises in LA. <laughs> <laughs> like it is, it is meeting after meeting after meeting where there are opportunities presented that fall through like I mean, ever like I mean, you've been around. I, it's your, my entire life has been that, David. It's been yeah. You've had thirty years of opportunities <laughs> ha- that have fallen through. Yeah, and I don't think there is a place worse than LA for false promises. <laughs> that I mean, doesn't happen in Vernon Hills. <laughs> they don't say like, "Come down to Subway tomorrow. You got the job," and then yeah. you get there and it doesn't happen. No, it's it's like it's there have this year, guys. If I was to talk about all the things, all the things that I've almost achieved, yeah. or almost have gotten to do. Or almost have been a part of. 
For I example, would, I would be. I, I don't even want to do examples. Okay. But but I would be. I would be able to write a book about my year because I would be the most amazing teenage, uh, amazing twenty-two-year-old person on the planet. Right. And the book, I, I mean, but it's just not true. There have been so many opportunities that fall through, and it's crazy because, like, I, I have meetings now, and I go, listen, like, I, I, the last five meetings, Natalie can attest to this. I'm like, this is, I know what you're telling me, like, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> I, I know you're gonna, you, you're not gonna be able to pull through. And all of them, all the people go, trust me, we're different. We get shit done. <laughs> and I don't hear from them for fucking four weeks. And I, and and that's after me being to them like face to face. I'm like, you're not gonna be able to do this because I know how this works. You're sitting here and you're trying to fucking tickle my pickle when I know for a fact that, that this won't come true. And, and all of them are like, we're different. We're different. Trust me, we work quickly. And I don't hear from them ever. And then maybe I hear from them five weeks later and they're like, we just lost momentum. We can't get it up right now, but we would really love to work with you in the future. That is every call. And it's just like, I, I'm so over it. Like it's, it, I'm going to say that to Trisha when there's I can't over have promise, sex. There's an over-promising and under-delivering problem in LA. Like, that's all it is. Everyone over-promises and everyone under-delivers. I don't think that's how this place should work. If I'm working with someone, I always, I always under-promise and over-deliver. That's, that's how you do it. Yeah, but you, your experience is just completely different than everyone else's. You don't, don't work with a staff. You you're don't right, work right. with legal teams. You're right. No, I, you I, don't work with celebrities. I know. It's, it's Occasionally, just, you do. And when you do work with a celebrity, it's literally you texting the celebrity. It's just to it, be like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, it's it's a mess. Regardless, I'm I'm I have a book coming out. It's called Almost. Um, <laughs> it's about how how my life could have improved the last year, but almost. Um, Trisha's been on my case lately for things that she gets on my case for things that she she wasn't around for. Oh yeah, I, I saw this in the other car uh, the other day in the car. That was fucking. We're hilarious. talking about one of my movies. Whenever we, whenever my movie comes up, she goes. Wait, wait, wait. Let me set it up. We were talking about one of your movies that was from like the year two thousand. 14, 15? Yeah. Yeah, so it was a, a movie a while ago, like three years before you met Trisha. Yeah. And what, what, what did she say? She's like, how come I wasn't in that, babe? <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't fucking know you then. <laughs> she literally says that. One time I go, I said to her, I, I wasn't in that? She, no, because I was in the car. She goes, how come I wasn't in that? All your other friends were in it. <laughs> Let me Jason's get a time like, machine. I didn't know you for three years. One time I told her I was going to do a one-man show, and she goes, oh, great, babe. Can I be in it? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, it's a one-man show. It's just me. Uh, that's fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> um, oh, let me, let, let, wow, that, was a weird, that was a weird awkward pause right there. No, I liked it. <laughs> Why'd you like it? Because I, I'm trying to get you to connect with your feelings right now. I am. I, I'm worried about you. Oh my God, please let's drop it. You can't call, call me for meetings in the middle of the day. You can't say things like, I'm really sorry that I yelled at, I yell at you a lot. <laughs> you can't be nice all of a sudden. <laughs> um, we, went to, um, we went to Vivid Entertainment the other day. Oh, lots of fun. Yesterday, we, uh, we met with Stephen Hirsch. You know, I, I looked up his net worth. Did you see my video? $100 million. Really? Yeah, that man is worth. He's done all right. That's crazy. Good for him. Um, Vivid Entertainment is like one of the biggest porn production companies in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and we met with his kids. It was so interesting getting his like kids' perspective on their dad being like this porn king. I felt like a little bit like my kids. I'm like, I wonder if, if my kids get shit for being a YouTuber. Like it felt similar. Oh, interesting. Because I'm like a YouTuber, but I guess it's not the same as being a porn king. It's almost the same. It's the, the, the <laughs> data porn queen. They're both very. They're both very exploitatious. Yeah. Right. Like a little both, bit. They're both very out there. Um, Sorry. Continue. But that, no, I, I, don't, I really didn't have much to say. Well, I just, what was interesting was the girl 
got a lot of shit for what her dad yeah, did. Yeah, so so St- Stephen has a daughter and a son, and the son loves loves being. He he says he's called the porn prince in yeah. school. That's what people call him, and he loves it. Like he loves it so much. And then the daughter has a different experience where she would get shit for it. Yeah, which is just kind of like a double standard, I guess. Yeah. Like, um, but he, the son loves it. The daughter actually has a podcast we should mention. Yeah, we N- should. It's not safe for the dinner table. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Not safe for dinner. Not safe for Alexa dinner. Hirsch. Yeah. So you should go check that out. It's so interesting because she grew up with a, with her dad being in the porn industry. That's so, I, I, have you, well, how did you first come across porn? I should say, what was your first experience with porn? I was walking to school. Okay. And, um, I found a VHS tape. Bullshit. Yeah. Swear to God. This is a joke. Not a joke. And it was literally on school grounds. Me and my friend Topher. <laughs> You're kidding. No. You had a friend named Topher and you found a VHS tape? Yeah. You're VHS kidding. tape. And it was pretty much like straight. It was, it was always big boobs. It was definitely like a big boob movie, like Big Boobies 6 or something like that. And it was like Harry Dong's and it was fucking... It was like, Wait, what did you do? You found it and you were just Yeah, like, we found it. And then like, we all waited for my mom to like go out. Like she was at work. So, so you knew what it was right away when you found it. When I saw the cover, I was like, fucking yes. I was like, yes, yes. I'm like, finally. I'm like, like finding a golden ticket. Yeah. Like a, golden ticket I, I couldn't about. believe it. And it was like, um, passed around with all my friends too. Oh, wow. Someone would like take it for a while. And, and, you, like, and you put it into the VHS player. How old were you? I was probably like 15 or 16. Okay, and you put it in the VHS player and you and your friend watched it? Yeah, like four of us watched it. Five of us watched it. Wow, what was that like? That was your first time watching porn? Yeah, it was just like, oh, cool, this is great. I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was just silence. It was just kind of like... <laughs> like you're watching A Star Born. A Star is Born, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, like you're, like you're actually watching a real like star. Like you're watching a nebula explode. Oh, oh like, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, um, but when a, was your first time? Um, my first experience with uh, we were in uh, my digital film class. <laughs> what? Yeah, and this kid Felipe, Felipe, this kid Felipe was such a fucking interesting guy. We went, we went into. We, well, first of all, I should say this about Felipe: we went to a camping trip once, eh. and we were all in like one. We were in a bunch of bunk beds. Like it was like four bunk beds on top of each other. Like it was big and it was just kids in one huge room. It was one big room and eight bunk beds with four bunks on each one. So it was a bunch of kids in one room, no teachers, nothing. And it was just one cabin. And it was like, I'm telling you, it was one room. Like there wasn't a kitchen. There wasn't, it was just one big room. And, and in the middle of the night, we're all cracking jokes. And Felipe yells, midnight service. <laughs> And he gets completely naked and goes into each one of our bunks like with his balls and rubs it all over us <laughs> as we're sleeping. And we're all fucking cracking up. We're all like having the best time. And he's running around and like everyone thinks it's so funny until Felipe chooses your bunk. <laughs> and we're just like, like fucking Mike's getting fucked with and Felipe has his balls in his fucking face. And we're like, ah, fuck you, Mike. And then all of a sudden Felipe makes eye contact with you and he hops over from one bunk to the next and you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then Mike's laughing at you now. And it was the best. That was like one of my fucking most like the funniest memories i have um that was in camp okay that's like the best camp story like if you don't go if, you, if someone doesn't whip out their dick in camp you didn't go to camp i went to camp i used to just go cry outside <laughs> every day yeah, there was, wasn't there was, my experience there was those kids too you went to camp yeah i went to camp my parents made me go to a camp once and then uh it was awful i hated it why i just didn't like other kids <laughs> 
Is it because they didn't like you? Probably. <laughs> um, no, but anyway, Felipe. So what happened my, to Felipe? Well, my I'm telling you how I first came across porn. Yeah. Um, Felipe was the guy that introduced me. We were in my digital film class. We had like a work day to ourselves, whatever. Teacher was sitting at his desk, and there was four kids huddled around a phone, watching watching porn, and and I came over and I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" And he's like. Watch, we're watching porn. Come, come watch, come watch, come check this out. And I'm like, ew, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? I literally said that. I was like, are you guys, you guys are fucking disgusting. And they go, come on, who, dude, who cares? You do this at home. And I'm like, I've never watched porn. And this was just me having a conversation with Felipe. So the other three boys are still watching. And the second I say I've never watched porn, it's like I was porn because everyone just fucking turned to me and everyone was looking at me and they were like, what? I was, I was. Were I you lying? No, I wasn't lying. Oh, you weren't lying. I thought porn was disgusting. Right. Like I thought it was like I thought when people jerked off, like I thought that was like a joke. Right. I thought masturbation was like something something like disgusting people do. <laughs> so so um, so they all turn to me and they're like, "What are you saying? <laughs> like you've never you've never jerked off?" I'm like, "No, I, <laughs> no." And I wasn't even like kidding. I was like, I was disgusted. I'm like, "You guys have touched yourselves." <laughs> And they're like, yeah, I literally do it every night. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I went to my lunch table, which was like uh, mainly guys. It was like maybe four girls. And I was like, guys, I don't know how to bring this up. but <laughs> It's so David. But Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> that is so you. But Felipe, Mark, and, 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 <clears throat> and John, they all, they, they jerk off. <laughs> I don't want to look like the asshole here. And, and, and one of my friends was like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, really? Yeah. And then my other friends were like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and I feel like this is the first time we all talked about it. And then we were discussing about whether or not it's okay. And then, yeah, and then, you know. So you had like a set of friends that had it. A couple days went by and I was like, Felipe, you are a motherfucking G. <laughs> you, that, this is, How's it going, David? Huh? Much out good better now, baby. <laughs> I, try feel, I feel free. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. David walks to school the next day. He's got sunglasses on. It's a slow-mo. He's pointing at everybody. Pointing at Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Masturbated for the first time. No, but yeah. I mean, that was the first time I uh, my encounter with uh, masturbation. But guys, we now we have a segment that we like to call Joe's Teeny Weenie Podcast. It's a 25-second uh, segment that we gave to our friend. He only gets 25 seconds to do it. Um, it's really quick. I'm putting the timer on now. His name is Joe, and this is his Teeny Weenie Podcast. Go. Welcome back to Joe's Teeny Weenie Podcast, the number one rated mini podcast within a podcast. And today we have our very first guest, David Dobrik's assistant, Natalie. Natalie, how are you? Hi, Joe. I'm doing so great today. That is all the time we have for today on Joe's Teeny Weenie Podcast. Thanks for stopping by, Natalie. Anything else to say? No problem. Thanks. All right. You have seven seconds. Uh, wow. We can plug my Twitter today. Guys, follow me on Twitter at Ach, it's Joe. <laughs> That's all the time we have. Joe, I, I, I still to this day, I am surprised at how and how little you say during 25 seconds. <laughs> I feel like we get more done in 25 seconds, and we don't look forward to this all week. <laughs> we have 40 minutes to kill, and I still feel like we talk about more in 25 seconds. You really make the 25 seconds feel like an hour. <laughs> and I think maybe, maybe that's what's so amazing about you. Is some- yeah, when you called out seven seconds, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Seven seconds left? Yeah, I was like, holy shit. Get me fucking over this um yeah that's um that's something else well thank you for joining us joe thanks for the opportunity 
Um, ha- has has Vardon's family? They're great, but listen. Before we can go anywhere else, gotta I pay the bills. We have to pay the bills. And Stitch Fix, is, I got my Stitch Fix. I have a new outfit. It's an online personal styling service. I have it on right now. Oh, really? Doesn't it look great? Oh, I was gonna say you look extra fly today. Dope. <laughs> Uh, Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Just go to stitchfix.com slash shoes and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick five items to send to your door right away. Then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch Fix styling is fee is only $20, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash views and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash views to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash views for 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. Woo, holy cow. You doing any Christmas shopping yet, Dave? I have not, but Joe just handed me an article. Can, mm. can, I, can I read this to you? New Yo. Jersey pooper, <laughs> pooper intendant pleads guilty to public def- defecation. Excuse me. Sorry, I am an idiot. Uh, Former high school student superintendent in New Jersey has pleaded guilty to public pooping on a local high school's track and football field. (laughs) That's amazing. That's a town over from from where Joe lives. He will have to pay a $500 fine and court cost. He's a 42-year-old and he took a shit on um, the football field. That's the year you take shits on football fields, I can tell you, as a (laughs) 45-year-old man. (laughs) Well, 42 is when you're 42? It's a bad year. Wow. Yeah, you're really down. What, when did and you, you just don't give a fuck. Have you ever had I've to take it. a poop in public? Um, no. I have like really great control. I've never shit my pants. I've never even pooped in, a, in my school. I've never used the bathroom. I've never, really? Yeah, I would, yeah, I would never do that. I either. was that guy. I could never do that. There was, there was one of my friends, Nick Salerno, shout out to Nick Salerno, would take a shit every time. We were in social studies class, and it would, it would get so repetitive that we'd have to send students out to get him because the teacher would think he was skipping class <laughs> because it was every time it was the same period, and he'd take literally a 12-minute shit. Oh, I know Nick. Yeah, Nick Slayer. He seems like that type of guy who would, have, who would shit on time. He's very particular about how long it takes. And, and I don't even think he, like, he didn't go and lollygag in the stall. Like, he wasn't on his phone. Yeah. That was just part of his process. Like, he had to do it and sit there for six minutes and kind of recover. Um, but what I also, did the teacher say? The teacher knew he was pooping? 100%. And every time he'd come back, it'd be very awkward because be, the teacher would be like, how was your shit? <laughs> so, um... It's so, not that a teacher would not say that. Uh, we had really cool teachers. Natalie and I, Natalie was my assistant now. Um, we, we used to have your teacher swore? What do you fucking mean? You had teachers that would swear? Yes. Never in my school. I'm telling you, we had a, Natalie and I had a teacher. Um, I, I don't want to say his name, but he was like, he was fucking great. One, one day we were just like, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything today. And he's like, can you just leave? He's like, can you just leave? Like, just go leave. Go do something. And I'm like, can I go home? And this was high school where yeah. you're not supposed to do it. He's like, just honestly do whatever you want. Yeah, go home. <laughs> and so I'm like, can I bring someone with me? And he's like, yes, that's fine. And what I, period was that? Um, like fourth. I don't know. What? In the middle of the day. So I'm like, okay. So Natalie, Natalie and I left. We got in her car and we left and we went home and we got some food and we came back. And, and, and we're like, what did we miss? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm, and I'm like, can I just have an A? And he's like, yes, just please stop. <laughs> and he would give us grades if we'd asked for it. It'd be amazing. And like, you'd, you'd get a bad grade on something, and you'd be like, dude, I don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. And and you'd be like, and he'd be like, why? 
And you'd be like, I just, cause it's just like, it's not fair. And he'd be like, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go shit on the football field. <laughs> he was fucking He sounds beaten down. And I learned, I learned so much more from, no, he wasn't beaten down. I, 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 I'm, he was like a real person, right? He was very cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying more that he, I'm making him sound like he didn't care for us, Yeah, but he was very chill. That's the right. way. And I've learned more from that guy than I have from any of my teachers. Really? Because that laid back attitude is exactly like what gets shit done. Like being like, you know, the uptight teachers that make you turn in shit on time. It doesn't, it doesn't teach you anything. That guy taught me so much because that guy was personable. And like, I like, and when, and the thing is when he did get serious, I respected him a lot more because I'm like, Oh, he's getting serious. Right. He doesn't get serious with me. So now I have to respect him. I have to give him my attention. Oh, that's so interesting. Like, and he was, he was a cool teacher and he was someone like I took a lot from, um, and then, then we had another teacher that would like, he was our autos teacher. I've told you about this guy. And uh, we would, we watched all the Fast and Furious movies a couple times. Um, that was like oh, our yeah, lesson. Yeah. Yeah. In, in your shop class. In the shop class. And it kind of relates. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was great. It, it is. I mean, he literally, he'd like. It is metal. Some, sometimes he'd start class and he'd be like, you guys want to go in the shop today or you guys want to watch Fast and Furious? <laughs> <laughs> and we'd take a vote and there was always three kids that were like, I guess we'll do the shop. <laughs> but everyone else was like, no, we're going to fucking watch Fast and Furious. I, I relate to people. And then, and, then, and then there'd be someone on their phone during Fast and Furious and yeah. they'd be like, hey, Randy, you're off your phone <laughs> this is the best part <laughs> so, you're gonna miss it yeah no so he'd be great um I, I i feel that way too like my favorite my favorite celebrities are the ones that have completely real moments like like uh dave Chappelle's is my favorite comedian sure because number one i think he's the funniest but also like he walked away from his comedy central show he had like a huge breakdown and I just like I just admire him for for that. I don't know why. He just makes him so much more human. He had a real breakdown. Well, he he was getting paid a ton of money by Comedy Central to do his show, the Chappelle Show, and he walked away from it because it, it started to like drive him nuts. Oh wow! I'm I'm doing like a really like soft version of that story because I don't know the whole story. But he did walk away from like fifty million dollars. But then like I've, ever since then, I'm always like he's so fascinating because like it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, it t- but then it took him like another ten years to come back and have these two awesome specials on Netflix. But when you saw those two specials, you were like, "Damn! Like that was ten years that like he a- that he worked and wow. you know and and came out with something great." This is kind of cool. Have you ever have you ever passed up on a lot of money? <laughs> yeah, when I had this friend David, who I, um, I was doing a podcast with, I remember that. And someone offered us a million dollars, and David said, mm, "No, I don't think so." Someone offered. And then eventually the, no, this is great. You got it. My friend David, he's great. It wasn't um, a million dollars. He's a YouTuber. Dollars. It was, was $700,000, I think. I think I told you it was $700,000. And um, it was really funny because the company who offered it to us folded and we would have just got the money. But yeah. my friend David, you know, he does things differently. So Yeah, we passed on it, but we're better. We're stronger now. Yeah. Who needs Then you wonder why we don't, you don't have any fucking money, you dumbass. <laughs> who needs that money? Because it was going to hurt our podcast. Why? Because we were going to be on some shit fucking app that no one gives a fuck that about. That died. It doesn't mean the content was going to change. We I don't would have, give a we fuck, We would have You'd not, have the Ferrari in sell, your yard right now. I'm not selling out for some fucking asshole app. I'm serious. Go outside. Look out the window. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I told you also not to bring it up. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, guys, well, honestly, that's not all the time we have. I have a time for one more story. Man sets home on fire after using blowtorch to kill spiders. <laughs> Jesus, damn it. <laughs> 
it's too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever killed a spider? <laughs> I'm actually worried that's going to happen. This is how here. I relate all the stories. <laughs> Jason, have you ever been in a situation where you've murdered a spider? Um, I murder them all the time. I always wonder how, how easy it is to set your ho- house on fire. Why are people so scared of fires? Fire. Oh, really easy. It is? Yeah. If I hold up a match to the wall, will it catch? <laughs> no. Hold my, you, hold my mic, for? Joe. <laughs> yeah, but like, what is it? Like, what, what takes it? Like, how do you set it on fire? Oh, you need like a gas leak, right? You can't, I can't just. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't. I have you gotta a hard, catch it somehow. You could probably put the couch on fire with a match. Really? Yeah. I have like a hard time understanding like how like one, one candle can set an entire house on fire. If it hits a drape, the drapes. Oh yeah. If it and then the it drapes. goes up. Fire's crazy. Fire will take you out. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. It's I've, pretty wild. How was, um, <laughs> ask me about my kids. How are, I know you care. How are your kids? <laughs> They're great. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? I drive, I drive a, another kid in the morning. Oh, you drive a new kid now? Yeah. Why? His, his name's Sean and he talks like this and he has, um, he's up from the South and he's a really cool kid. Whoa. And he, he talks plays like that. trombone and then. He talks nasally or like with a British yeah, accent? Just, he's you're just, doing both. He, <laughs> I think it's a southern accent. Oh, okay. He's just like a little southern what twinge. What's his name? His name is Sean. Sean? Yeah. And he, he, he goes by the nickname Big Shahoon. Keep talking as him. I think it's really funny. <laughs> well, and I'm, I'll beep in the morning, and he comes in and he has, he's got four items every morning. <laughs> he's got a notebook, a lunch, uh-huh. a tuba, yeah. and a really heavy backpack. You know what's amazing about this podcast? It's like sometimes you'll get fun stories. <laughs> and sometimes you'll get, you'll get stories about tuba playing people. And you know what? You, I'll get a ton of tweets later. I'm and they'll be I'm like, kidding, they'll be like we were loving the story no. about Sean no, I actually until do. David cut it off. I actually do like the story. No, Go. it's boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has a big backpack. And then what, just say one more thing in Sean's voice. He, he got in the car the other day and he, because his mom is, um, they're really into music in the family. His mom's like a, a composer and whatever. And they're a very musical family. And he gets in the car and he just goes, he goes, I went to the um I went to the Follies the other night down at the school. I went to the seventh grade Follies and the performance was just uninspired. <laughs> <laughs> How old was he? He's white age. He's twelve. Oh my god. He's great. He's and the word he's, uninspired, that's amazing. Yeah. Uninspired. Anyway, well David, that is all the time we have for um this podcast. It's 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 coming to an end. Yeah, I gotta go wash Jason's feet and clip his toenails. <laughs> And then maybe Joe will take a bite out of him. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want to say to everybody before you go, Dave? Um, I'm still, still trying to sell the ad space mm. to a brand. I still have Wednesday and Friday up for grabs. We've, I, this is where my story comes in. I've talked to so many brands where they're like, yes, we'd love to do this. But if you're taking a long time to say yes to it, it's a no. It's a no from me. Like you can't. Like mm. If you're going to hop on this, send me an email and be like, we're ready. We have the budget. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And let's get it done. Um, but yeah, I'm still trying to sell the ad space in front of my vlogs. And also, if you're a celebrity, if you're a, a kid with a celebrity parent, please let us know. Yeah, hit us up in the in the in the in the emails or in the DMs, and we'll figure out. Tweet at us. I think that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. Um, and yeah, just keep tweeting us, and we'll definitely see it. Okay, well, that's all the time we have. New, I have new merch out. It's really cool. Go buy it. Go su- go support. Go support us because that's it's kind of my only way I make money now. Yeah. But I'll, I'll see you guys later. Go support David so I don't have to keep paying for Pinkberry. <laughs> That's never going to change. Wow, the fucking ties have changed. <laughs> the tables have definitely Pray for changed. David, guys. Pray for David. <laughs> no, guys, I'm good. Definitely, please don't feel bad for me at all. No, don't I, feel bad for No, me. I'm literally, everything's so fucking great. I'm just, I'm just complaining because it's my podcast and I get to do whatever I want. So I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.